and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! <laughs> they rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local. From the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. And uh, Cleveland, Cleveland rocks. Now, not as far as I'm concerned, Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And... It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome in to a brand new day, a brand new week. Hopefully you uh, slip, slid your way into work this morning, and we have made our way here into the uh, studio today. And it's a uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with here on this icy Monday. Mm-hmm. It is uh, January twenty second, twenty and twenty four. And hopefully everybody uh, made it there and made it, hopefully make it home safely tonight as well. We got some uh, sports cancellations, uh, of course, with all those uh, schools uh, canceling a school. And we have reshuffling of uh, conference tournaments all over the place. And uh, so we'll try to get you and uh, stay up to date with all of those. So uh, we'll uh, take a look at uh, that as well as action that got in uh, this weekend from a Friday night and from a Saturday uh, there as well at a conference uh, tournaments as well, including the NTC Girls Tournament that wrapped up there. And I saw St. Anthony take the uh, crown. We'll hit up on that as well. Of course, it is a uh, post-weekend, so we got to get you the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. And, of course, it is uh, the uh, post-NFL Divisional Playoffs as uh, they have uh, come and gone. The NFC and AFC Championship matchups are a set for this upcoming weekend, so we'll dive into those games as well that happened this weekend. And we'll touch a little bit on uh, college basketball. We'll uh, save the heavy conversation of the uh, Illinois Rutgers game that happened there yesterday, but we'll talk about college basketball in general as a whole uh, today and uh, save that Illinois Rutgers talk for tomorrow. And we'll also be uh, pick, recapping our Pick'em game in the uh, podcast as well. And whatever you don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we'll get to into that podcast in uh, some sort of uh, fashion uh, there. And you can find that wherever you find your favorite pods, podcasting platforms, and our website, fmradio.com, is also a good uh, source of that information 
as well. All right, uh, so we got a lot to get to here, as always, on a Monday, on a post-weekend. So uh, we need to uh, jump right into the show, and we hit it up with our first segment we call First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off there in the NFL playoffs from this past weekend. And since it is fresh in our minds, these kind of are the two biggest stories, I think, coming out of the divisional round happened there yesterday. Of course, it was the much-hyped game between the Chiefs and Bills. If you watch any of the pregame, Jim Nance and Tony Romo mentioned it as nauseum there. The... Uh, rematch of that epic 2021 divisional playoff game between uh, these two teams. And what did I tell you on a Friday in the picks? The Bills going to bill. And that's exactly what happened as they still can't beat the man. And that's the man is Patrick Mahomes. And uh, the Chiefs pulled out there yesterday in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes goes on the road first time into the playoffs and it goes to Orchard Park and the Chiefs pull out the win 27-24 and feed me all the Bills Mafia tears there yesterday. You have Taylor Swift and a shirtless Jason Kelsey dancing on your grave there yesterday in Orchard Park and the Chiefs are on to the AFC Championship again. Yeah, and you know, I Travis, weren't we just a couple weeks ago talking about how the Chiefs team can't do it? Weren't we talking about how, is this the end of the Chiefs? Oh, man, they could be over. Oh, off-field distractions. Oh, man, I don't know how good they are. The most vulnerable they've ever been. Yeah. But not yesterday. Not yesterday, no. Um, You know, I... First of all, Chiefs, they definitely did what they needed to do. That I mean, plain and simple. They did what they needed to do. They got the win. Bills. Travis, I saw a comment this morning, or actually an article this morning. Is Josh Allen trending to be this gen- Ooh. Well, he very well could be, but also another comparison that you would have to... Uh have was yesterday as well they compared this rivalry with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen to Peyton Manning and Tom Brady Mm -hmm. of you know it took a while for Peyton Manning to uh, conquer the unconquerable uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots so uh, I don't know if I'd quite compare him to to Dan Marino just yet of potentially putting him in that category of being a great quarterback but never winning the Super Bowl but I think you'd put him in the category of Peyton Manning currently right now in that I think, aspect. I think, Travis, you cannot put him in the category of Dan Marino because Dan Marino at least made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Josh Allen hasn't even gotten that far yet. Right. So, I I don't know. Um, Josh Allen just cannot beat Patrick Mahomes when it matters. No. He's one. He's 3-1 he's and one against him in the regular season, 0-3 oh in the postseason. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't want to give Patrick Mahomes all the credit. I will give more credit to Andy Reid and that coaching oh, yeah. staff. I think Andy Reid should give some some love, absolutely. I think that they get more prepared during the postseason, especially teams that they've seen before. 
and they learn from their mistakes maybe better than any other team in the league. Right. So, uh, the Chiefs are looking good. I'm excited for next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Uh, but just when you think that potentially the Chiefs, I know that some fans around here talk about the Cardinals having a devil magic. Uh, the Chiefs have some devil magic as well. I thought there yesterday that they were going to run out there as uh, the Chiefs had the ball late there in the game. And they were in prime territory after a Buffalo uh, fake punt in there with uh, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, but was a stop short. And the Chiefs had a chance to go up two scores there and a step on their throat. But they didn't do it. Uh, they fumbled out of the end zone uh, there. And that gave a touchback. And that gave Buffalo a new life there, mm-hmm. uh, but then they went down and drove down and missed the field goal again and wide just happened to right. be wide right again out of all things. And Gosh. I blame the CBS graphics department. They put up that bass was nine for nine yep. in the playoffs. And uh, uh, Jim Nance said that they wanted him there with the game on the line, and he pushes it wide right. Wide right. Uh, Must be a thing in Buffalo. Something about it, man. Mm. Every time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to sting for the Bills. Yeah. And it'll sting for a little while. Right. Because, again, you did everything to get in that moment, mm-hmm. get that opportunity, and you right. missed it. And who's to say if Bass made that field goal that there's still time on the clock for right. the Chiefs right, and right, Mahomes right, to right. drive down the field? It's not out of the realm of possibility, uh, as Buffalo was reminded quite at nauseum of the 2021 game, and it didn't take the Chiefs that long to drive down and force the tie uh, there. But uh, don't let it distract you, that missed field goal that uh, Stephon Diggs also had a career-low three catches and 21 yards, and he dropped a, a big pass, a big 40-some-yard pass that would have uh, set them up as well. Uh, so don't let that distract you Chief from that Voodoo fact. Chief Magic right there. We're going to make other people drop. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey, five grabs, 75 yards, and two scores as well. For... I mean, he had double power there. That's not even fair. <laughs> right? Both his parents were there. His brother was there, and his girlfriend was there. Mm-hmm. That, you, you couldn't stop him even if you wanted to. Right. <laughs> Jason Kelsey stole the show there. His uh, retirement is off to a great start uh, there. If you've watched or listened to the podcast, I'm just thinking about his wife, and that could potentially have been the first time them meeting Taylor in person. Mm-hmm. Like, honey, don't do anything to embarrass us. Oh, you mean like take off my shirt and flex? <laughs> yeah. yeah. After he's probably is down to his first 12 pack, and yep. he's taking his shirt off and celebrating in the booth. Yep. <laughs> and getting out of the booth, jumping out of it as well, and jumping him back in. Maybe he shouldn't retire without agility. He's like, are is he trying to fill the Gronk void? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Of the frat party boy who who is just a big meathead. I don't know, but he was definitely having a good time uh, there yesterday. So it's all about having in, a good time, uh, Buffalo. So. Uh, they march on, and the Bills, well, they march on into the offseason once again at the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs. And also the other big story there yesterday was that the Detroit Lions, uh, they win this one 
31-23. They win their second playoff game, and they're on to the NFC Championship game. And they did it with a clinching interception there at the very end. But stand up, Detroit. You are marching on, and you're going to the NFC Championship. Yeah, now they have to do something they haven't done since 1957, Travis, and win a road playoff game. 1957. Mm. But, yes, celebrate Detroit. You've you've done it. But don't celebrate too much. You still have another game. Well, yeah, of course. But uh, that atmosphere there yesterday in uh, Ford Field Mm -hmm. was uh, electric once again, even more than the uh, previous game against the uh, Rams, and uh, Jared Goff gets it done. Uh, again, uh, he doesn't throw a pick and only uh, 207 yards, uh, but or 287 yards, I guess I should say. Misread that, but uh, two touchdowns uh, there for uh, Mr. Golf there yesterday. And 11 for 12 for 131 yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter. These yeah. two teams were tied at the end of each of the first three quarters, but Golf did great in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had those uh, two scores there in the fourth to uh, pull out the victory. Yep. It's also the first game, Travis, uh, that he threw for two touchdowns in his seven playoff career starts in eight total games. Hmm. First time he's thrown for two touchdowns. Wow. So. Which isn't great, but. No. No, but, you know, they got it done. Yep. There yep. Uh, yesterday. For the Motor City uh, there, I uh, thought Baker was going to potentially uh, pull it out there at the uh, very end, yep. but then he threw that, threw uh, that interception mm-hmm. there that ended there. Forced it a little Chances. too much. Yeah, he did. 349 yards for uh, Baker, three scores. He was sacked four times uh, there in the game. And, uh, again, not great at rushing the football. And, once again, only 89 yards on the crown for the Bucks. Only player in Buccaneers history, Travis, with 300 passing yards and three touchdowns in a playoff game. Baker Mayfield needed it twice this postseason. Hmm. Also, Mike Evans had a franchise postseason record with 147 yards in the loss. Yeah, he made a nice grab there towards the end of the first half to get him in scoring position there. Yep. That was big uh, for them to go into the locker room with that score. But uh, ultimately, not enough to beat the uh, magic that the Lions got going on here in this postseason. Magic or good coaching and a good team that believes. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing oh. what a little confidence will do. Exactly. A little confidence and just a little belief to stay the course and not make any uh, rash decisions and oh. to stick with Dan Campbell, stick with yep. the team and, and the guys in the locker room. And I know that they were the favorites, you know, in Vegas' odds coming into this, but Travis – I think they view themselves as the underdog this whole postseason. Mm-hmm. So I think I've said it before: being the underdog is an incredible chip you can use on your shoulder. And I think the Lions have been using it very well this postseason. Right, exactly. Just of how the history yep. has told them. Yep. I mean, they haven't been here since the '50s, so yep. uh, absolutely the underdog yep. uh, there. And there'll be an underdog this week in the uh, championship game because they're on a Saturday. The two number one seeds took care of business, and they took care of business in uh, different fashions as the uh, 49ers pulled it off there at the uh, very end. It looked like the pack were going to pull off the upset and uh, go in there to San Fran and get the victory. But it was uh, 49ers winning there 24-21. Christian McCaffrey with the uh, game winner there at the very end, and uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, leads him down there at the very end and gets the score 
uh, there to get the win and Packers throw an interception there at the very end as well. Yeah. Primetime didn't seem to affect Brock Purdy at all. No, not really, but he is getting some uh, some hate mm. here uh, this post-overreaction Monday gotcha. uh, for checking it down and not throwing it deep and whatnot. So uh, other than that final drive, I mean, that kind of escaped a bad game for Purdy. Well, and the Packers had so many opportunities, Travis. I had a 41-yarder with 618 left, would have made it a seven-point game, missed it, Uh Two dropped interceptions, uh, scored six points with zero touchdowns on their first three red zone drives. That's just things you can't do. You get in that red zone, you gotta convert, you gotta get touchdowns. Yeah, and the Packers just didn't do that yesterday or Saturday. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, getting updates uh, there at the NTC tournament, and ah, Packers leading. Come on, mm-hmm. I got home just enough time to uh, see the end of that game. Uh, there and uh, Jordan Love throwing the pass across his body, maybe forced it a little bit too much. Didn't uh, need uh, that pass right there. It wasn't a fourth down or anything. Uh, just throw it away and live to fight another day. But instead, being a little too aggressive uh, there, and uh, that sealed the game there for the 49ers. Yeah. So, uh, wasn't the prettiest game for Mr. Pretty, but it's on to the NFC Championship game uh, there this upcoming uh, Sunday and you have no matter what you are going to have a number one pick versus the last pick in a draft and you do end up having the number one overall pick in 2016 uh, Jared Goff Mm -hmm. going up against Mr. Irrelevant uh, Brock Purdy and the 49ers opened at six and a half point favorites in the NFC championship game Mm. for this upcoming Sunday. And then the other game was close early on, but it was eventually the Ravens pulling away in the second half, and this ended up being a blowout. It was a 34-10 final score there as Lamar Jackson gets it done when the lights were on in the postseason. So much for that hate for Lamar. 16 for 22 through the air, 152 yards and two scores, and he rushed for 100 yards as well and a couple more scores as well for the Ravens. Yeah, you know, man, I I just I want to believe in Lamar, but I he's got a big test this Sunday. Sure. It's got a lot of pressure. Yeah. And but the second half of this Ravens team just I mean it was tied 10 at the half. It was. And yep. they ended up winning by 24 just mm-hmm. put it on them. Yep. Yep, they uh, didn't allow C.J. Stroud to uh, find the end zone any times. He only threw for 175 yards, and the Texans only rushed for 38 yards as a team. So uh, not the best performance No, uh, there by uh, the Texans, bub. Yeah, I mean, it was close there in the first half, but just couldn't finish things off uh, there and had no juice in the second half nope. uh, there at all. So... Uh, Baltimore, they march on to the AFC uh, Championship, and uh, that will be against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, they're on the road again. Uh, the Ravens open up as a three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're in uh, Baltimore for the AFC Championship, and the storylines is the quarterbacks here as well. Patrick Mahomes against Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Lamar looks to be uh, the MVP this season, and Kenny help and carry the Ravens to another to a Super Bowl or 
is it going to be the Chiefs representing the AFC again as Patrick Mahomes has every single year as he's been a starter has been here in the championship game at least and it's been six straight times the Chiefs have been here so uh, we'll see what happens in 49ers back-to-back years they're in the NFC championship game hopefully this year they can keep their quarterbacks healthy mm-hmm. and don't need Christian McCaffrey to be the quarterback yeah. uh, there. But, uh, NFL Final Four is a set for Sunday. The Chiefs-Ravens game kicks off at 2 o'clock and then 5.30 for the Lions and 49ers in San Fran. And we'll talk about more of these, these two matchups more uh, as we go along later in the week mm-hmm. as well. All right, so uh, we uh, move along here, and we move along to some uh, local sports. We'll try to keep you up to date with all the closings and uh, cancellations, the uh, cancellations for tonight in the world of sports, but we'll also talk about the weekend's action as well coming up here on the Star Line. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, See us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's an ice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hunters Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. And uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports first before we talk about all of the uh, cancellations for uh, this evening and a moving and a shaking of the uh, conference tournaments as well. And we'll first start off there with the action that happened on uh, Friday in uh, the world of uh, local sports. Uh, there we had a, a cancellation and a, a postponement there with uh, Altamont and Shelbyville as uh, Shelbyville did not have school on uh, Friday due to the uh, uh, cold temperatures and uh, that game. And I know Altamont was uh, scrambling to uh, try to find an opponent but wasn't able to get one. So uh, that game had to be uh, postponed. Uh, but in the NTC, it was uh, St. Anthony winning over Windsor's two straws of 72 47. So it was a close game, tied after one quarter, but uh, St. Anthony took control there in the second. That scored the Hatchets 23-7 to uh, there and eventually uh, cruised to the uh, victory. Uh, North Clay got the win over Ramsey 81-68. Uh, Cowden Herrick Beecher City won over South Central in a, a thriller. It was 51-2-48 in a double overtime as Eric and I were talking about this on uh, Saturday. Uh, there and uh, telling me everything that ended up happening in that one and it was just absolute craziness uh, there in a double overtime game and Cowden uh, gets the win uh, there over South Central and it was St. Elmo with the win over Mulberry Grove a 60 to a 37 was the final there and a Dietrich was supposed to travel to OPH and uh, none of those schools had a school on a Friday, so that game was postponed until after the NTC tournament on a January 29th. There, in a big matchup in uh, the, the uh, 3A polls, it was Metamora and Mount Zion, and it was Metamora handing Mount Zion their first loss of the season, and it was a close one, a 72-69. Metamora getting the W there. And the uh, Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament uh, got started there on a Friday. And it was uh, Blue Ridge with the uh, win over Unity Christian, 56-18. It was a Villa Grove winning over Heritage, 71-34. Arthur with a win over Tri-County, 57-53. And it was also a Sarah Gordo getting the narrow win over Cumberland, 52-50 there on Friday uh, night. And you were there in a Sarah Gordo take this game in yeah it was travis and you know cumberland battled back and they were down at one point in this game they were down 20 points travis and uh unfortunately sarah gordo got a foul late was at the free throw line with 1.5 seconds left up two and uh you know they took a timeout and you know at that point if you're cumberland you're wondering what are they going to do are they going to make it and make it a three-point game or intentionally miss with 1.5 left to just let the clock wind down and uh, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but Sarah Gordo missed the free throw. Cumberland then tried to, you know, get it up court as fast as they could. Fortunately, ran out of time, couldn't put a shot up. So uh, Pirates fall there by two, um, but battled back. And uh, unfortunately, too many turnovers for the Pirates did them in. Uh, 23 turnovers. They forced wow. 18, but 23 is a lot of turnovers. So uh, something to work on uh, for Wednesday's game. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, fortunately with the uh, loss there for the uh, Pirates, they won't be back in action uh, in the conference tournament in the consolation bracket until Wednesday mm -hmm. with how the uh, LPC uh, tournament uh, shakes out uh, there. And uh, I'll tell you about what action it did end up happening there in Arthur. 
on a second, but also I wanted to uh, mention that uh, Clinton won over uh, Tuscola, and that one was a 69-54 final score. So Clinton climbing up the uh, rankings mm-hmm. and getting a win there against Tuscola under their belt yep. uh, there. And a local sports there from uh, Saturday at the uh, Highland Tournament. We had Topolis pick up the Constellation Championship game as they won over Civic Memorial 59-46 to uh, 46 was the uh, final. And uh, in the championship, Alden Marquette ended up winning against a breeze of Central there 57-46 to uh, 46 to take that one in Highland. And uh, Nashville took the third place game over Modern Day 40-39 to uh, 39, uh, there. Uh, we had the uh, National Trail Conference Tournament there in uh, Beecher City. It was championship Saturday as it was in the seventh place game. Wins is two straws with a win over South Central 57-41. to And uh, the uh, uh, Hatchets uh, got off to a, a good start uh, there on a Saturday. And they continued that throughout the uh, contest uh, there and uh, won that seventh place game in the Constellation Championship. It was at Cowden and Herrick Beach City also getting off to a great start in this one. They led 10 and nothing before Neoga was able to get their first basket, and they rode that. Neoga finally got it going there later in, in the game, but uh, Cowden was too much there with the early start. 61 of 43, they take the Constellation Championship uh, there. In the uh, third place game, it was a Brownstown of St. Elmo with a victory over a Dietrich, 62 to a 38. And you talk about a team getting off to a great start. Brownstown got off to an even better start than Cowden did. It was like 20 to nothing or 22 to nothing mm. before Dietrich finally got on the board uh, there in the first quarter, and uh, they uh, had that uh, big lead there after the first quarter, and Dietrich kind of put themselves in too big of a hole there to uh, come back from uh, at that point. And uh, Diana Hazlett and uh, Seaball were just too much to handle uh, there for uh, Dietrich in the third-place game uh, thereafter, almost pulling off that upset against Altamont the other night. Uh, but Brownstown comes with the win there. And in the uh, championship game, it was uh, St. Anthony with the uh, victory over Altamont there in the championship as it was 69-60 to was the uh, final score uh, there as it was a St. Anthony winning their first uh, girls conference title uh, tournament title since the 2016 and 2017 season and they also uh, was victorious over Altamont on that year as well mm. so uh, Altamont actually got off to a, a good uh, start here in the uh, first quarter and then it kind of went uh, back and forth uh, Nelson was hitting shots uh, Bame hit a three there in the early going as well, but uh, St. Anthony uh, eventually uh, clawed back and they got into the lead there 12 to 10 and uh, then uh, ended up getting a late basket by uh, Ruhal there to take a 14 13 lead after the uh, first quarter there. And uh, from there, it was kind of tough sledding for Altima as they had a tough shooting night uh, there on uh, Saturday night as uh, Nelson. Uh, had uh, 11 in uh, the first half, and uh, the second quarter was Nelson's only field goals that everybody else made him from the free throw line at that point. But uh, Ruhal made another three pointer there in the uh, second quarter. But uh, Santhony was able to uh, get that lead out. Altamont had the lead down to three again, uh, but then a couple of baskets there by St. Anthony was able to give him the lead by five. 
uh, there. And then uh, Altamont fought back there in the third quarter and ended up being back and forth uh, there in that quarter. Uh, Grunlow hit a big shot, hit a big three to give Altamont the lead again. And it was kind of back and forth mm-hmm. uh, from there. But then uh, St. Anthony uh, took control again. And I thought really what they won this game, obviously they won it on the backs of Vaderheide and Ruhal. And both of them had 26 in the game. Stacy was named the tournament MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought they won it on the rebounding. Uh, they pulled down 43 rebounds into the game. And I would hazard a guess most of those came on the offensive right. end of there as well. And it was just a, a tough shooting night for Altamont uh, there as well. I know uh, Nelson ended up with 32. And she had six three-pointers in the game. And uh, Peyton was hitting her threes as well. She ended up in double figures there. Uh, but it was just tough shooting uh, therefore, uh, the Indians on Saturday. And unfortunately for Altamont, a lot of times they're going to get out-rebounded. Sure. They're going to get out-rebounded. What they, you know, they have to try and obviously make their shots so there's no rebounding and mm-hmm. then make the offensive side as difficult as they can for the other team to try and get putbacks, try and get extra possessions, stuff like that, you know, I know that's not the outcome Altamont wanted, obviously. Congratulations to St. Anthony on getting the win and becoming the champions uh, of the MTC tournament. Um, But if you're Altamont, you pick yourself up. And again, a learning experience. (laughs) This, As much as you wanted to win the MTC tournament, I don't think that's this team's end goal. No. That's that's not what their end goal is. So you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off. You got a tough one coming up tomorrow, hopefully. Weather, you know. Weather cooperating, sure. but you got a tough one tomorrow, and you yeah. got to pick yourself up, and you got to keep going. Yeah, that was kind of the sentiments there uh, for Coach Carr after the game as well, that, you know, the season isn't over yet. You still have uh, the regular season title in a sight as only have a couple more conference games uh, left. I believe the only conference game left is Nioga uh, there, and if they were able to win that one, uh, they would be undefeated in the conference, and they would take the regular season mm-hmm. title uh, there and so yeah the season does still go on and it stung there on a Saturday uh, but definitely all the credit uh, goes to us uh, Anthony for a great game uh, there on a Saturday like I mentioned uh, Vonder Hyde was tournament MVP and Nancy Ruall also made all tournament team uh, for St. Anthony uh, Grace and Peyton Osteen uh, both made it for Altima uh, Macy Rodman from Cowden Herrick Beach City Bryn Richards from Neoga uh, Tegan Webster from uh, South Central, Mia Ballard for North Clay, Ellie Kinkler for Windsor's Two Straws, Diana Hazlett and Alexi Seaball from uh, Brownstown, and Miley Britton for Dietrich were named the all-tournament team uh, there on a Saturday in the NTC. Elsewhere in the Lincoln Prairie uh, Unity Christian there, we had uh, Cumberland take the fifth-place game against Arthur, 58-56. Third place game went to Sarah Gordo over Tri-County, 52-47. And Arcola finishes things off there and wins against Sullivan, a 52-42 was the uh, final score uh, there in uh, that one. So Arcola picks up the uh, conference title there on the girls' side. Maybe they'll do the same thing on the boys' side, but uh, we'll see uh, there. And I had a stat there for Arcola, if I could find it there, yeah, their first conference title or f- conference tourney title since the 2014-2015 season uh, there for the Purple Riders. Mm-hmm. In a Vandalia there in the midwinter tournament, it was Vandalia winning the seventh place game over Salem JV 61-41. 
And in the championship game, it was FEM victorious over Greenville, 42-29. A low-scoring affair as this one was tight at 15 at halftime. Uh, but FEM was able to get the win there in the second half. Uh, Sydney Donaldson was named a tournament MVP uh, there, and she led the scoring for FEM, having 12 points. And Austin only finished with uh, four points in this one, but she did pick up her 1,000 points along the way in the uh, tournament uh, there uh, for the Hearts uh, there in Champions there in Vandalia mm-hmm. on Saturday. In a boys basketball there on a Saturday, it was a Topolis picking up the win over Prairie Central 63-41. In the Salem Invitational Tournament, it was Champaign Central getting the win over FEM 82-36. And that pushed FEM into the seventh place game against an all-Apollo uh, seventh place game. It was against Charleston 55-41. A Charleston getting the win over the Hearts. Uh, there and the championship game ended up being East St. Louis winning over Centralia 45 to a 37 was the uh, final score uh, there and uh, elsewhere we had a St. Anthony high scoring affair with St. Joe Ogden 81 75 St. Anthony picking up the win and uh, St. Joe got up to a great lead though 23 14 but St. Anthony storms back there in the second quarter outscores them 25 to 11. Uh, there in uh, that quarter, and 29 to 26 was the score in the fourth quarter. Uh, there, and uh, St. Joe ultimately falls to St. A. Uh, Wessendorf with uh, 30 points. Brock Fearday and Hatton ended up in double figures as well. Uh, there, OPH wins on a last second shot against North Clay, 68 67. In the Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament, there in Arthur, it was the number one seed. Uh, Arcola winning over Cerro Gordo, 52-46. The four-seed Argenta winning over the five-seed Blue Ridge, 62-51. The three-seed Oka Valley over the six-seed Villaro, 58-28. And the two-seed Sullivan winning over Arthur, 59-47. Little Atlantic Conference Tournament there in Newton got started on Saturday as well. It was uh, number one-seed Olney over the eight-seed Paris, 56-20. Five seed a KZ Westfield over the four seed a Mount Carmel 47 to 2 of 43. So the five over the four there. Uh, the two seed a Lawrenceville winning over the seven seed Robinson 61 43. And the three seed Newton over the six seed Marshall 63 41 there on Saturday. And the uh, local schedule tonight, well, there really is no is games. No, no, so, no. Uh, St. Anthony and a South Central postponed. North Clay, Brownstown, St. Elmo. That game's postponed until January 24th. Uh, Neoga and Cottonhead Beach City has been postponed. Sullivan and Cumberland postponed. Uh, Muhammad Seymour at Mount Zion postponed until February 7th. Uh, of course, we had those changes in the National Trail Conference tournament was supposed to begin tonight on the boys' side there in Altamont. Uh, the A-seed, Calvin Herrick Beach City, against the ninth-seed in Neoga. That game has been moved to uh, tomorrow, and the schedule uh, looks like this for tomorrow in the NTC. That uh, game number one will be played at 5 o'clock, and then the Wednesday games will be played tomorrow night as well. So that means Altamont and Windsor Two Straws are in action at 6:15. And then following those two games, uh, Dietrich against South Central. And then that means on Wednesday, the games that were supposed to be on Tuesday will be played then. So the winner of CHBC and Yoga will take on St. Anthony and uh, SEB against North Clay at 730 on Wednesday. And the remaining schedule is unchanged uh, there the rest of the way 
for the NTC, Bob. Having some changes with the weather, and also it shifts the changing in the little Illini Conference Tournament as well as the games uh, tonight. They'll be pushed back until Wednesday, so uh, it'll be a Paris against Mount Carmel on the consolation side at uh, 6 o'clock move to Wednesday, and Robinson against Marshall uh, will also be moved to a Wednesday uh, there. The winner's brackets tomorrow will stay the same as planned, uh, but the consolation brackets will now conclude on Thursday uh, there in Newton for the LIC Conference Tournament. And the uh, junior high 7th uh, grade games that were uh, supposed to happen uh, tonight, all those games have been uh, postponed as well to be uh, made up at a later date, obviously, there. So uh, we have some uh, sports cancellations on the website. You can uh, check it out on the local sports tab. And we also have all the closings and cancellations to keep you up to date with uh, school closings and whatnot and all the businesses on our website, fmradio.com as well. So go over there and uh, check it out and keep up to date with that. All right, so we move along here, and we hit up on some more basketball. We'll hit up on some college basketball that happened there over the weekend, and we're talking about that coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. If you've been injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions. They'll tell you if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750. So if you've been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, call now. Find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750 to speak with a live person now. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Tax Act can think of a million things more fun than filing taxes. Tax Act is going to name some now. Sitting in traffic. Folding a fitted bedsheet. Listening to your coworker talk about his fantasy team. Digging a hole. Digging an even larger hole next to that original hole. Unfortunately, Tax Act's filing software can't make taxes fun. But Tax Act can help you get them done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. And now, Effingham would then do this. The starting lineup. Well, we'll take the snap. Again, I I have trouble playing the right clips. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues shut down the Washington Capitals during a 3 0 win at Enterprise Center on Saturday. Blues are now sixth in the Central Division with 46 points, a 22 20 2 record. St. Louis visits Calgary tomorrow night. 
College basketball action from over the weekend. Missouri State lost to Illinois State 69-60. Southeast Missouri State edged SIU Edwardsville 52-47. Eastern Illinois took down Lindenwood 78-68. Southern Illinois fell to Northern Iowa 61-57. Western Illinois was defeated by Tennessee State 58-57. The Bulls dominated in all four quarters on their way to a 125-96 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. United Center on Saturday. Chicago was led by as many as 31 points in the victory. Io DeSumo led the well-balanced scoring effort with 20 points. Six other players finished with double-digit point totals in the victory. Chicago now 21 and 23. They visit Phoenix tonight. The Blackhawks avoid disaster by beating the New York Islanders 4-3 in overtime at the United Center. The Blackhawks now last place in Central Division with 30 points and a 14-30-2 record. They visit Vancouver tonight. And the Bears are bringing in another candidate for their defensive coordinator vacancy. The team will interview Titans defensive backs coach Chris Harris for the D.C. role this week. Harris spent four seasons over two stints as a player with Chicago. Bears are trying to fill the full-time position after Allen Williams resigned after the first week of the 2023 regular season. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here. Travis Sparks and Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center Reads. And uh, the Bears close with uh, an offensive coordinator potentially yeah. as well, I read. Yeah, I was morning. trying not to talk about that and hope that it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Don't like it? Nah. Nah. Mm. I mean, nah. it's not a sexy name, but nah. we'll see. Nah. We won't talk about it until it becomes official. Yes. If it becomes official. Yes. Uh, college basketball from over the weekend, like you mentioned, in the uh, top 25. Only one top 25 uh, matchup uh, there on a Friday, and the only Big Ten matchup as well. It was 91-79, uh, Wisconsin getting it done over Indiana uh, there. On a Saturday in a top 25 action, you had a number one UConn pull it out against uh, Villanova. And uh, 66-65 almost had an upset here and a new number one uh, this week. But instead, UConn pulls it out there and gets the one-point victory. Uh, number two, uh, Purdue takes care of business against Iowa, 84-70. to a 70, 11th double-double this season of four. Zach Eady, 30 points, 18 rebounds, four blocks, and uh, 25 consecutive seconds uh, camped out in the paint there as well. Eh, maybe exaggeration, but still like a, a long time. Uh, West Virginia does pull off the upset and storms the court against number three, uh, Kansas. They take them down 91 to 85. It's North Carolina winning over BC 76 66. Uh, so North Carolina probably will climb up in the rankings as well, overtaking Kansas, I bet, this new rankings. Uh, Houston wins over UCF in a Big 12 matchup, 57-42. You remembered it was a Big 12 matchup. Good job. Oh, yeah. I can now, since I know both these teams are in the Big 12. <laughs> uh, Rocky Top was singing there against Alabama, 91-71 for the number six volunteers. Pitt, they upset Duke in Cameron Indoor, 82-76. And Pitt players jumping up on the uh, – Whatever you call it there, the scorer's table, I guess you would say. Stanchion. Yeah, and getting the number one salute by some classy Cameron crazies Yep. there. Uh, number eight, Kentucky, 105-96 over Georgia. Uh, Texas pulls off the upset against number nine, Baylor, in dramatic uh, fashion, 75-73. 
And I say that because I needed to uh, say that uh, Texas are a bunch of hypocrites. They uh, were just mad about whoever upset them the other day. Uh, I think it was TCU or someone. Uh, they got upset about the horns down celebration, and the coach said, oh, that's just a disrespectful, that's classless, and we don't jump up and down like we won a national championship. And then the very next game, you come out and uh, you celebrate like you won a national championship mm-hmm. with you yourself jumping up and down because you beat a number nine team in the country. So, uh, Texas, get over yourselves. And uh, you pulled off the upset. Great. But act like you've been there before. But they haven't. So, yeah. I mean, you got to go all the way back to when Kevin Durant was at Texas the last time they were relevant on the basketball court. Say, they didn't even do anything then. Nope. How but far they were do they get? Relevant because they had a good player, a good player. How far do they get in the tournament that year? Well, wait a minute. Hold on. You can't use the tournament argument with Texas, but not with Illinois, Travis. That's hypocritical yourself. We move along here. Uh, Arizona uh, got the win over UCLA, a 77-71. Number 13, Auburn wins over number 22, Old Miss, 82-59. In a, a Big 12 matchup, number 15, Takes down Cincinnati, 69-60. State over Fresno State, 83-62. Marquette wins by a single point over St. John's, 73-72. In double OT in college basketball is number 18, Creighton, winning over Seton Hall, 97-94. High-scoring affair there. It was Iowa State over TCU, 73-72. And a close one, Texas Tech over BYU, 85-78. And Dayton over Rhode Island. 96 to uh, 62 as well on a Saturday in the uh, Big Ten. Any other top 25 matchups uh, besides that? You had Ohio State over Penn State, 79-67. And Nebraska winning over Northwestern, 75-69. Uh, Northwestern stumbling a little bit, 13-5 mm-hmm. and five now. They are. 4-3 and three in the Big Ten. Uh, let's see, uh, anything else happening on a Sunday in a top 25, uh, Tulane upset number 10 in Memphis. So Tulane storms the court, 81-79, a Florida Atlantic over UTSA, 112 to 103 in overtime. And of course it was Illinois with the win over Rutgers, 86-63, uh, yesterday in uh, Champaign. And we'll explore more of this matchup, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. Uh, Michigan State winning over Maryland, 61-59 on the road. Uh, Big Ten is off tonight. Uh, we have other teams in action. North Carolina hosting Wake Forest and Kansas hosting a Cincinnati as well uh, tonight in the top 25. But that's it uh, there. Also wanted to uh, mention there on uh, uh, Sunday uh, was that in the the girls' side, Iowa, got upset yeah, saw against that. Iowa, Ohio State, 192 in OT, and fans storming the court. And Someone knocked into Caitlin Clark. And so Clark there and yep. uh, ends up being shaken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it just kind of looked like. She wasn't upset about it. It looked like they were inadvertent on both sides. Yep, yep. she was not upset about it. She was just like, hey, it was an accident. Like It's all good. So, Some people have also said it was a flop as yeah. well, well, potentially. <sighs> that could just be the haters, though. It probably is. 
All right, so we're up against the clock, and we need to close it out with the top three top three moments from the uh, sports weekend to close it out. Up next, the starting lineup from ninety eight nine the game studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-384-1340. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-384-1340. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-384-1340. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now, and I also asked Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, I tell you what, it's um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on ninety-eight nine, the game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. We're only here on 98.9 for a, a smidge a bit longer. We have just enough time to get to the top three moments from the sports weekend. So let's go. And now it's time for the top three. Top three uh, from the uh, sports weekend. In no particular order, but I'll start off with my number three. I already mentioned it at the top of the show, but Bills losing and Bills Mafia crying about it. My number three, Travis, a little Detroit Rock City. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions getting the win. Yeah, it's been a while and looks like a party atmosphere for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, there. And then uh, my uh, number two uh, came there in uh, Beecher City uh, there on uh, Saturday. It was the NTC Championship uh, there with uh, St. Anthony and Altamont. Always fun with the uh, NTC and uh, another one uh, there on uh, Saturday uh, with St. Anthony getting the win this time around uh, there. So Championship of the NTC is my number two. I'm going, Travis, with not one but two buzzer beaters. For number two, that happened over the weekend. First, Wabash Valley College versus Kaskia. Buzzer beater, three-pointer from half court to send the game to overtime. Wabash Valley would end up getting the win in that one. And then the second one, I am going to North Clay and Oblong. Oblong, corner three, 4.6 seconds left 
to get the win over North Clay Friday night. Uh, nice with the buzzer beaters. Yep. Uh, my number one was from yesterday, and my number one was Illinois getting the win there over Rutgers. And uh, it was a dunk show there yesterday. It looked to be electric at a State Farm Center there. And also, what did I tell you? Standing ovation for Terrence Shannon Jr. in his return uh, there after it was announced that he was coming back on a Friday night and didn't start, but got into the game and got a standing ovation. Immediate impact there as well that we'll get into tomorrow. My number one, Travis, is Nick Dunlap. Uh, the amateur, 29 under, wins the PGA Tour event there this weekend. First amateur to win since Phil Mickelson in 1991. Congratulations. Yeah, kind of got uh, overlooked and yes. kind of got glossed over Yep. Uh, with everything that happened. Yep, 20 years old. 20 years, 29 days. Second youngest player to win a PGA Tour event in the last 90 years. Wow, an amateur. Yep. Getting it done. Hey, it's always good when an amateur can win it. Yeah, so been a while. So uh, that was our uh, top three. Go to Augusta too, probably, because he's an amateur on the PGA Tour. I'm sure. So good luck there. All right, uh, so uh, that will do it here uh, for us on uh, 98.9, and we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Got a couple more things to uh, clean up over there, including a recap of our Pick'em game uh, there as well all right we're out of here for the day enjoy the rest of your day and maybe enjoy the rest of your snow day as well but uh stay safe out there and we'll talk to you again tomorrow peace out thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game Welcome back in and welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9, or not here on 98.9, here on the podcast. That's all right. I just got into a kind of a groove there. I just kept going. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got uh, pick them to a recap coming up, and we also got some of this date in uh, sports history to get to as well, but... Before we get to any of that, is there anything that you wanted to clean up from SportsCenter? Yeah, the White Sox have added another piece to their bullpen. The team signed right-hander John Brebia to a one-year deal yesterday. 34-year former Cardinal. That's right. Eagles are moving on from their defensive coordinator. NFL media reports that Sean Desai was fired on Sunday. Hmm. So, there's that. I have a meeting set up with somebody. Uh, who was that I saw? Uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Defensive coordinator job. Riverboat Ron. Yep. Atlanta Falcons are taking another meeting with a head coach. Hopefully, as Pierre Port's team has scheduled a second interview with Jim Harbaugh. Hmm. Hmm. This news comes after Atlanta met with Bill Belichick for a second time on Friday. They're going all out, Travis. <laughs> Atlanta. They, the coaching hotbed of America. I guess so. I mean, they do have some talent there on offense, so. Minus the quarterback. I really don't think of John Harbaugh or Bill Belichick. No. I mean, Coach Harbaugh back in the day. Yeah, I guess that's San true. Francisco. But uh, Belichick, no. He's yeah. more defense. 
The Atlanta Hawks will be without their best player for the foreseeable future. Trey Young suffered a concussion during the team's loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers on Saturday. Young was injured in the fourth quarter after taking a charge. There's no timetable for his return as he remains in the league's concussion protocol. Hmm. There's a new name at the top of the list for the most college basketball wins. Stanford women's basketball coach Tara Von Deerveer notched career win 1,203 when her team beat Oregon State Sunday afternoon 65-56. Van Deerveer entered the contest tied with for first with former Dukes men basketball coach Coach K. Van Deerveer has led Stanford to three national championships in her 38 years at the school, most recently in 2021. Hmm. Yeah, yep. it's kind of under the radar. Absolutely, it is. There. One of the top quarterback recruits of the class of 2024 has made his decision after announcing he would be leaving Alabama in the wake of Nick Saban's retirement. Former Crimson Tide signal caller Julian Sayan is transferring to Ohio State. Yep. So, there's that. <sighs> yep. Rich get richer. Well, that's because the Buckeyes added Bill O'Brien and the former Tide OC with a crucial part in Sayan's early recruitment to Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, makes sense yep. there. Uh, Navy's all-time winningest coach is taking over a new program on the West as ESPN reports that San Jose State is hiring Ken Neomalolo to a five-year deal as the school's next head football coach. 58-year-old went 109-83 and in his 15 full seasons leading the midshipmen from 2007 to 2022. Stint included 11 bowl game appearances in eight seasons with eight or more wins. Hmm. So there you go. All right. And finally, Zach Ertz has signed with the Lions on their practice squad. I did see that. The 33-year-old. Yeah, so uh, uh, their backup tight end uh, got injured, so uh, uh, Laporta is the only healthy tight end on the roster. And you put healthy tight end because Laporta was banged up late in the season as well. So uh, Travis, this is what it is. Ring chasing. Well, yes, but... Ring chasing. You're adding a, a veteran tight end. Sure, because he wants to chase a ring. You only have one healthy tight end on the roster. Ring chasing. And he's not even healthy. Ring chasing. Yeah, it is. It's all it is. I mean, he, ring chasing, Travis, in the sense of Detroit was the only team out of the four remaining who needed had a need at tight end. Sure. So they were the only ones out of the four remaining who were going to sign him. Yeah. So. Hmm. But whatever. Whatever. Whatever, Zach Ertz. You're like four years past relevancy. And that's Sports Center. He had a good season. He's battled injuries, but he's had a good season with the Cardinals, at least for fantasy purposes last year. Well, that's all that matters. So. He battled injuries, though, of course, his whole career, though. Um, the only other thing that I had for sports centers, because this happened on uh, Friday, I believe, and uh, kind of got shuffled everything else, uh, the, the baseball uh, with Josh Hader. He signed with the Astros. Yep. Uh, they're five years, $95 million. That's absurd. Yeah. Highest, I believe the highest uh – Contract for a reliever. Yeah, and no deferred money, so he is going to get that right away. So he's going to be one of the highest paid uh, relievers right now, or maybe even one of the highest paid players. Makes no sense right to now. Me. So I, he's past his prime, but that's that's my take. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he definitely uh, didn't have 
didn't have it in San Diego uh, there like they would have hoped. Uh, but, I mean, geez, you had exactly what you have in Milwaukee. You have uh, quite a 7, 8, and 9 now there in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, and you kind of just plug in and play from there. Like if the lefty matchup yep. matches up with Hayter, you can go to him. And if not, you just go to Presley uh, there. So that's kind of what they're thinking Yep. Uh, there. But, uh, like I said, that happened on uh, Friday. If, not exactly the best time for a baseball to unleash no. uh, that news because it gets glossed over with football yep. and everything for the weekend. All right, so first before we uh, recap our uh, picks, uh, what happened in this date in uh, sports history? All right, this day in sports history, Travis, on this day back in 1973, in a battle of unbeaten heavyweights in Kingston, Jamaica, dubbed the Sunshine Showdown, George Foreman upsets Joe Frazier with six quick knockdowns. Foreman wins via TKO, just 135 into the second round. On this date in 2003, after six seasons in Minnesota with a 2.6 career war, David Ortiz signs as a free agent with the Boston Red Sox. He'd go on to win three World Series with the team before retiring after the 2016 season. Hmm. I always forget Ortiz was in Minnesota for the longest time. Yeah, he did start out his career. but And he wasn't good there. No, he and he wasn't. went to Boston and totally turned it around. Mm-hmm. Yep. On this date in 2006, Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points against the Raptors. It's the second most in NBA history, only behind Will Chamberlain's 100 points. Hmm. Wow. Yep. On this date in 2012, Ravens kicker Billy Cundiff misses a 32-yard field goal with 15 seconds remaining, giving the Patriots a 23-20 win in the AFC Championship game. Hmm. And finally, on this date in 2018, DeMarcus Cousins on the Pelicans goes off for 44 points, 23 rebounds, and 10 assists in New Orleans' win over the Bulls. It's the first 40-20-10 game in the NBA since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it for the Bucks in 1972. Hmm. There you go. The Marcus Cousins. Nice. And that is uh, the State in Sports History. All right. So uh, let's uh, get to uh, pick them here and recapping. Recap of the Divisional Weekend. Mm-hmm. Pick them. Mm-hmm. How did we do? Well, we'll start off, Travis. Texans at Ravens. Ravens minus nine and a half. Travis, you went Ravens. I went Texans. So that's a win for Travis. Mm-hmm. Packers at 49ers. 49ers minus nine and a half. We both went Packers. We got wins there because it was within three. Yep. Bucks at Lions. Lions minus six and a half. We both went Lions. We both took wins there. Mm-hmm. And finally, Chiefs at Bills. Bills minus three. Travis, you went Chiefs. I went Bills. So you get the win in that one. Yes. So Travis goes four for four. Four and oh. So Travis now leads 138 to 133. Mm. Five points. And if you do math, Travis, you are the winner of Pick'em. Ah. Come from behind. There's only two games this weekend and then the Super Bowl, which we will have a little bit more points, but I don't know if there's enough for me to to win. Maybe tie, but I don't think there's enough to win Mm. because we'll pick the actual score. For, for the Super Bowl. but Yeah. Yep. So, you got the win. But, there's still something to play for because record-wise, Travis, you are 107 and 68, and I am 109 and 66. 
So I still have you by two games in the record category. Yeah. So we'll see if we get a split championship this year. <laughs> Which I think every year we've done Pick'em, we've had a split championship. Uh, more one often. One person wins the Pick'em and one person wins the record. Yeah. More often than not. Can't find an undisputed nope. champion, but... I'm just happy that I've come back here on the points. You should be. You should be. You you rallied. There for a while I was I wasn't focused on pick 'em and yep. just throwing it willy nilly out yep. there. But now you are. But now I'm locked in. You're just locked like, in. Just like the Chiefs. Locking yep. in when it matters most. When it matters most, that's right. By, by the way, Travis, you wanna hear something? It's that? we are now officially 13 days away from the first NASCAR race of the season. Wow, only the, 13 days. The clash is on February 4th. Wow. So the NASCAR Pick'em will make its return on the February 2nd show. Wow. So get ready for another another Pick'em, February 4th. Nice. Yes, for the, the clash at the Coliseum. What is supposedly, from what I've heard, the final clash at the Coliseum. Mm, part three. The last one. Hmm. Finale. Because I, yeah, I think they're they're over it. They're done with it. So it's ran its course. It's it has. The nuance has worn off. It has. Yes, it has. Hmm. It's not as. It's it's not what it was. Well, I mean, yeah, you just keep going back to it. It it loses its. It loses its luster, I guess you'd say. Yes. So, but that comes away with anything. Oh, and if you're wondering, Travis, who's doing the uh, halftime performance at the uh, the Clash event? You know, we've had such people as you know Cypress Hill and Pitbull. You know, the 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 first one had Pitbull do pre-race concert, and Ice Cube was at halftime. Then year number two, it was Cypress Hill pre-race and Wiz Khalifa during the mid-race concert. So what are we getting for this one, Travis? Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Machine Gun Machine Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Oof. Well. Yep. That tells you where it's at. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, that's that's a that's a step down, right? We can say that. Oh yeah, we can say that. You mean Machine Gun Kelly? You mean a playable character in WWE video game Machine Gun Kelly? I mean the guy who got power bombed off a stage through a table. <laughs> yes, that Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> so. When when was he right last relevant? Um, probably when he was getting powerbombed off a stage through a table. Whenever he broke up with Megan Fox. Megan Fox, yeah. So, there you go. But, going to be singing at the NASCAR race. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hmm. He was in WWE 2K22. Yeah, I, th- I knew it was a recent one, but I mm-hmm. wasn't sure which one. As he said, I'll be a playable character in the new WWE game, so now you can slam me through a table as much as you want. <laughs> and I'm sure people took him up on that opportunity. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome he's going to sing. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. 
So that's your something your, to look forward to. Your NASCAR entertainment update. As we are just, like I said, 13 days away, and I think we are now 28 days away from the Daytona 500. 27 days away from the Daytona 500. Wow. Weekend of the weekend of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure out how to tell my wife about that. But <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, honey. She has something planned for Valentine's Day. She wants to go do something that weekend, and I, I hate to be the one to break it to her that. <laughs> That's that's Daytona, so. Ooh. See how see how that goes. See how that goes over. See how that goes. I'm trying to convince her we need to go out the weekend before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how all that goes. I'll update. No, I'm I'm not gonna update it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got, Travis. I ain't got nothing else. All right. I'm so. On at this point. Yeah, I think that we need to to end it now. Yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, we are going to get on out of here. Oh, don't worry. She's not listening at this point. So we appreciate you for sticking us out if you are listening. And (laughs) thanks for doing so. And uh, thanks for uh, downloading as well. We'll be back tomorrow. And enjoy the rest of your day. Peace out.